Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted to sample the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to heal and get better in all areas of life. And I want to do it with you. Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, your life improvement series starts now. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. That's what we do here every single day. I like those sleeves. Why, thank you. Very fun. Little puffy sleeve action. Little pufferoonies. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I had a little meeting today, so I had to wear like my little meeting outfit, which is like a flared short with a little top. Has a little flare to it as well, funny enough. <laughs> my low heels. So I have something going on, but not too much. Like a business chic? Business chic is what I would say I was rocking this morning for this meeting. Yes. Uh, yeah, had a little meeting uh, today, but I'll tell you, it's funny because it connects to Mel Robbins. And so today we're going to chat about what we learned from Mel Robbins this what? week and the high five habit, the high five, I mean the high five <laughs> habit high five. and how it was applicable today. So now every day I high five myself in the mirror. I tell myself, I love me. I say, I love you. It's funny how it works, right? Like you do it and you just kind of smile at yourself. You can't help it, right? Yeah. Well, it was funny. Like, I felt like I was more emotional when I did mine. I was like, whoa, I've never looked at her. Slash, I also like wasn't feeling hot. So maybe that was like the whole thing, mm. you know? So I was like, oh, damn, you don't feel good. And then it was like, Bleh. I didn't cry, but yeah. I felt more that. But I know Mel told us you could feel one or the other, right? Totally. Well, for you... You're not feeling well on top of not feeling well. So there's like the double emotion yes. there. That's why. Yes. It's like the double rainbow, yes. but, but not. The double rainbow. Exactly. <laughs> but the totally not. Exactly. It's the double upside down black, gray, and white umbrella exactly. of rainbow. Exactly. So I could see why you would be emotional. Uh, for me, I also had just listened to this old, it's not old actually, it's probably a recent interview of Esther Hicks where she doesn't sound like the Esther Hicks in those videos. She sounded like a little calmer and quieter. Interesting. And she was talking about basically what Mel was saying about how we need to tell ourselves every morning in the mirror that we love ourselves and how far that will go 
and changing the energy and stuff. And so, uh, and the different affirmations that you should be setting your intentions and your affirmations in the morning in the mirror. So what I did and might be helpful to all of you is I took those little sticky notes and I wrote myself little notes. I like that. Um, uh, only good is before me, like, Mm. um, the best is yet to come or like, um, high five to remember to high five. I love you. And, uh, chapter two will be even greater than chapter one. And just like all the things that I want to keep remembering. So I, I pasted them onto like my powder, (laughs) my blush. That's smart. So every time I grab one of those things, I'm seeing it and then I'm like, Oh, cue me to the mirror. Okay. It's like a, it's like almost like a TV show. Like my script is there and then I have to look in the mirror to deliver it. Yeah. So some people put it on their mirrors. I don't like people knowing what I'm wanting to remind myself of. So if you have a roommate or a partner or whatever, I mean, I wouldn't care if Kevin saw it, but I just kind of like anybody else who's coming through my house, I don't want them really seeing that stuff. So I like that I get to kind of hide it in there and it's like a surprise every morning. Oh, sacred space. Mm -hmm. I put mine and you noticed, (laughs) you noticed this the other day, um, on the inside of my little pill container. Mm-hmm. I was like, you got this. Bye, SIBO. Like, we're getting better, mm-hmm. you know. And so I'm going to add, I'm going to add a little high five thing because I open it three times a day. Yeah. Every day. So it's, but it's just for me. You're right. I wouldn't like putting it on my like mirror where my roommate is too. It needs to be on something that's like, this is for Kelsey's eyes only because this is for Kelsey only. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, um, the reminders are nice, but it's also like, um, it's fun when you are almost surprised by it because if you put it on your mirror, you're going to get used to it being there and you might miss it. For me, it's always a surprise when I open the drawer and I see it on my makeup stuff. It's unavoidable in a way. So, uh, so I really am loving it. So here I am now I'm doing my yoga nidra every morning, sometimes even at night, I am opting instead of watching a TV show, which by the way, I haven't watched TV at night, only on Sunday nights for 90 Day Fiance. I haven't watched TV otherwise at all, but if I get the itch, I will yoga nidra instead. So my body is having 20 to 40 minutes of full piece a day now, like full piece, like transformative piece. I'm high-fiving myself multiple times a day. I'm just fucking doing it as much as I can. Yeah. I'm like, high five, high you five, got, high five, you high got five. This girl. <laughs> Hilarious. And and then I'm doing my my affirmations. So this morning I'm driving and I had this weird feeling. I'm like, am I gonna get rear-ended today? And I was like, okay, Maria, throw that thought out. But then I saw this woman and she looked like she was looking down as she was driving behind me the whole time. And I go, oh shit, it's going to be her. So I get away from her and she keeps finding me. And I'm like, oh shit, lady in the Bronco just keeps following me. So really cool thing happened, by the way, I was in the drive-thru and uh, the guy in front of me bought my coffee and my my little sandwich this morning. It was so sweet. And, um, And so that was really nice. And then... I get to my meeting. Now I'm right there and I have to do a three point turn or a U-turn to get there. Now someone's behind me. You know, when someone's behind you, you kind of get a little panicky. Get nervous. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm getting a little nervous and I, I'm like, I think I got this. Like I'm, I'm making my turn and I think I got it and I didn't, but I didn't know it at first. So I hear like a little crunch. Now my car's a convertible. It's very low to the ground and I hear a little 
And I was like, oh, I wonder what that was. Park the car, go to put the money in the meter. And I go, oh, now I know what that was. Mm. I crunched the whole front end of my car. I know. Would she... She told me this and I was like, what are you talking about? Because you know I don't do shit like this. No. This is not me. This is Kevin. Yeah. Kevin does this. I am a really great driver. I pride myself on my driving skills. And uh, and so that was a rare moment for me. And so I voice messaged Mel and I said, I just want you to know I crunched my car this morning. But between all my high-fiving, my affirmations, and my yoga nidra, I am... Just saying to myself that I made a mistake. Yeah. I'm a human having this experience here. And I love myself despite my stupid mistake. (laughs) No, I said, I love myself despite my mistake. But if it wasn't for this now, I probably would have been beating myself up saying, what an idiot. How stupid are you? All of that inner monologue would have come up. And instead, I kind of laughed it off. Mm -hmm. And I went into my meeting, had an amazing meeting. And some like potentially life-changing things will come from this meeting, not just for me, but for everyone who's listening to this. And there's a really big kind of idea and plan brewing, percolating. Brewing. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to focus on the guy who got me my coffee this morning Mm -hmm. and my high-fiving and my new procedures in the morning, my new practices that are actually doable. Yeah. Right. That's the best part. Cause that's when when Kevin and I were doing the show, <laughs> our favorite line was, Wow, we both have Home Depots full of all of these amazing tools. Do we have time to use the tools? No, they're collecting dust. <laughs> that's what we would always say. You and guys. Because, oh my God. Because, I let you take over the show and this is what you guys say? <laughs> because excuse me, you guys, we weren't like but <laughs> <laughs> We, but I think it's also because like we weren't making the time. And I think that that's, that's key. I, we were also, it was a different situation, but yeah. you got, you have to make the time. Like Maria's making the conscious choice to not watch TV, to do yoga nidra, mm-hmm. you know, and like to take the time to write the sticky notes. So she doesn't forget to high five herself. Yep. So I think you can't have all those tools and let them collect dust or you can choose not to. Yeah. So I'm going to start choosing not to. <laughs> yes, exactly. And listen, that's, I always say you can't do them all, mm-hmm. but what I love about the high five habit is it's so freaking simple. You th- th- really, there's no excuse not to do it. It's so easy. Every mm-hmm. time you look in the mirror, high five, love you. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Done. Yeah. So easy. That's why every time I'm in a mirror, and I've used mirrors throughout my house to make things look bigger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a really great design technique. So there are a lot of mirrors, not because we're vain, but because I want <laughs> I want light to to come into places uh, and and reflect. And then I want the space to feel bigger. So every time I'm in a mirror, I'm like, high five, yo. Hey five. Do you like actually touch your hand? I do. I don't I try not to do too many fingers though. Uh, like I kind of do like the side, like, hey five. I was curious because I was like, am I supposed to leave a handprint? You know? Yeah, so I don't I think we see. want the handprint, but you want the action of like, hey, yeah, I got this yeah. and I love you and you rock and you're amazing and yeah. you're a queen. And you're a queen. <laughs> How cool. I just think it's so amazing. And you touched on it the other day um, in the show, but like, how amazing that this came out of where she was, right? Mm-hmm. This simple thing that is changing people's lives. And it's so yeah. simple. In fact, I'm going to play the message I actually sent her. Maybe yeah, I should just play do. it. Um, so let's see. Here's 
When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but It's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiejis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) 
<laughs> Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Let's see. Here we go. Well, I will tell you, I just walked into my meeting. I've been telling everybody about you and your high five habit. Um, I high five myself. I told myself I love myself. I made little notes on my makeup things that I use every day. And today I uh, accidentally ran my little Porsche Targa's uh, front bumper into a sidewalk as I made a U-turn that I thought I had, but I didn't. And I heard crunch. And now the corner of my car is crunched. And I laughed about it. And I said, I love you for your mistakes. And it's all good. (laughs) Otherwise, I probably would have been crying right now. Being like, what a fucking idiot I am. And how we don't do this kind of shit ever. I'm really good with cars. And I'm really incredible driver. But I fucked up. And I am forgiving myself because of you. So there you go. I I said everything I said to her except for the F word. I did not use the F word with you guys. But um but yeah, so that was me telling Mel how much of an impact she's had already. So everybody, this book is such a fast read. I read this in maybe like 90 minutes. Not even. It was so good and so helpful. And I feel like there were so many things we didn't get to with her that were really powerful that I kind of want to highlight. So in the book I circled just in the beginning, she was talking about how she had had a a hell of a few months. The stress was nonstop. She'd been so busy taking care of and worrying about everyone and everything else. Who was taking care of me? Mm -hmm. How often do I say that? Literally all the time. That's literally the line of lines. That is just, that should just at the end of it, Instead of the quote saying Mel Robbins, it should say every woman in this world. Every woman ever, always. Right? Yeah. And then she wrote, I just wanted dot, 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 a freaking break, dot, 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 from life. Yeah. Who hasn't felt that? hmm Right? And so she's like, I don't know what came over me or why I did it, but for whatever reason, standing there in my bathroom in my underwear, I lifted my hand to my tired reflection in a kind of salute. I said, I see you. And I love you. Come on now, Mel, you got this. And that was the beginning of all of this. And that's when she realized she wasn't alone, that she had herself. Um, I love that she shared her picture like yeah. her, with, the, the, with the retainer. Mm-hmm. With it. I was like, thank you for being so real. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think that's what people connected with. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about this too, is like, the high five is so much more than a slap of a hand. It really is a transfer of energy and belief from one person to another. And it's just like at the end I wrote here, because I wrote notes everywhere, it says, if you don't believe in you, why expect anyone else? And then she goes on to talk about that. I was like, oh, well, okay. Read, um, read the quote of the day today. That was from her. Oh, I forgot. Quote of the day. You need to hear this loud and clear. No one is coming. It is up to you. Mm -hmm. I've been saying that for how long? A long time. A long time. Mm -hmm. So that is from Mel Robbins slash Maria Menounos. (laughs) (laughs) They collaborated on that. (laughs) Um, So she, she talks about like oxygen mask first. She's like, I've heard that saying a million times. The truth is I never really knew how to do it in my day to day life. 
boy, did this high five in the mirror open my eyes to put yourself first. You need to cheer yourself into that position because that's exactly how you put everyone else there. Think about how great you are at supporting and celebrating other people, cheering for your favorite teams, following your favorite actors, musicians, people, we put people's faces on t-shirts and we rock them. Like they're amazing. (laughs) So so true. Right? I'm sweating watching a football game Mm -hmm. because I'm like, I believe in you. (laughs) The Patriots theme was, I believe, Mm -hmm. but I don't even believe in myself sometimes. What? I believe in these strangers. I don't even friggin' know. Mm -hmm. So we believe in all of them and we champion all of their achievements and we don't do it for ourselves. Um, And that's where I wrote down at the bottom, we're taught from a young age that we are conceited if we celebrate or encourage ourselves or have self-love or whatever. Um, Let's see. Um, How crazy is that? Like that's just like from a young age. By page nine, I wrote, I need this book right now. (laughs) Exclamation point, exclamation point. Um, How you see yourself is how you see the world. Um, She talks about how she wasn't always, you know, great at giving this to herself. She's her own own worst critic. Uh, It's only recently when I started high-fiving myself in the mirror uh, and then in so many other symbolic ways that things fell into place. When you can learn how to see and support yourself, it gets easier to catch those moments when you start going mentally low and flip into a more powerful and optimistic frame of mind. Uh, With a positive mind, you'll be motivated to make positive changes to your life. When you're equipped with what that kind of high five energy and attitude is, you can make anything happen. When I stopped trashing myself and started giving my reflection a high five instead, it was more than an encouraging gesture on a low day. It flipped that self-criticism and self-hatred on its head. It changed the lens through which I viewed my life. That was the beginning of a massive shift in my life, a line in the sand, the beginning of a brand new connection to the most important person in my life, myself a new way of thinking about myself and about what was possible for me. And it inspired me to create an entirely new way of experiencing life. And that's why she wrote this book. So she talks about how it's time to cheer for you. Uh, Maybe you struggle to love yourself or can't change no matter how hard you try, or maybe you're kicking ass and taking names, but can't truly enjoy life because you focus on what's wrong, not what's going right. Ooh, I can be really good at that. I'm good at that all day until I go to my grateful list. And I'm like, oh shit, I have so many things to be grateful for today. Yeah. Maybe your past is littered with horrible things that have been done to you or horrible things you've done to other people. So she said, it starts with you. The relationship with yourself is the foundation of every relationship in your life. Mm. The way it works on your subconscious mind and at a neural pathway level is deep. So that high five, even though it seems stupid, or weird. Um, the research is actually supportive of it, as we talked about. She said, here's the thing that's been a revelation to me. You can work hard while being soft with your soul. You can take chances, screw up, and learn the lesson without burying yourself in shame. You can have huge ambitions and still treat yourself and others with gentle kindness. You can face really hard and terrible situations in life and double down on optimism, resilience, and faith to get you through. When you stop making yourself wrong for how you're feeling, you'll immediately feel better. Mm. So that's what I did this morning when I crunched my front end of my car. Mm-hmm. I was like, normally I would, my, my, and by the way, it happened automatic. I just kind of laughed and was like, oh, balls. 
but I didn't do the immediate beating up of myself. I instantly went to, you made a mistake. What are you going to do? And, and that's even knowing that it's going to be super expensive to fix because it's my fault. And this car is, it's a nice car and it has expensive parts. Um, definitely not the time to be having an expensive mishap. Right. But, um, but how great, because you know, it would have been harder for you because you had to then go into that meeting, right? So you mm-hmm. couldn't go into that meeting with all that energy. No. So you would have been, you would have taken your whole nervous system on a freaking uh, uh, try and get better, uh, uh, you know? So it's like, how cool that you were able to instead just go like right there. Yeah. Already. And already. it's only been two days maybe yeah. of, of high-fiving <clears throat> and a couple days of yoga nidraing for me to get there. Um, this is definitely something I would have, I mean, this for sure I would have beaten myself up on. I would have said exactly what I said in that recording to Mel. What a fucking moron. How could I do this? And I would have beat myself up all day about it. And for what? What do we gain? Like, really, like, let's look at it. What do we gain? First of all, you're beating yourself up. You're really all you have in life is just you. Everyone else can leave you. You can't leave you. So why would you treat the only person <laughs> you have terribly? And it's not going to change anything. So now you're wasting all of that energy where you could be putting it into other things. You can't change the mistake. You're still going to have to pay for it. You're still going to have to fix it. It's still there. So just forget it and move on. And I'm really grateful because if I wasn't in this mind space, I would have definitely done that. So let's see what else did I circle here. Um, let's see. Before the high five habit, I used to start my day feeling like I was pushing a boulder up a hill. Now I was leaving my bathroom every morning, feeling the wind at my back. I loved that. Uh, let's see. Let's see. The other thing I want to point out too is like, it seems so silly, right? And she was even saying that, like that line, it's like, that seems silly, but like, try it. Mm -hmm. And it's and it's not like, it's, it's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm still in shock about how, how something's so simple, but I think we've come to this, like, or I don't know, we're at this place in society where it's like, we don't think it can be simple. We're like, we got to do this and 25 bubble baths and 43 <laughs> therapists. And it's like, no, you just give yourself a high five. Yeah. So for anyone who's skeptical, I'm like, just try it. Well, that's what I think of. I'm like, okay, this is so free, so easy. Yeah. Doesn't really take a lot of thinking at all. Mm-hmm. And it's scientifically proven to make shit better. And I'm already seeing it is. Yeah. Like, I am your your proof. Because like I said, I don't crunch cars. <laughs> and, well, and also, you'd be honest. You'd be like, yeah, well, this isn't working for me. Exactly. I wouldn't be dedicated a whole other episode to right. it. Right. Trust me. So my theme song, and boy, am I sick of it. So my kids were onto something with this conversation because for the first 40 years of my life, my theme song was, I've messed everything up. For me, it sounds like this. I might as well just flush the last 40 years down the toilet because I blew it in college and law school and in the first part of my marriage, and I was a terrible parent. If only I'd been more successful and the house were all, and the house where all the kids hung out and had the money to join a country club and had been there for every birthday party and every lacrosse game, bought Amazon stock 10 years ago, wait, there's more, lived on a different street, had a different friend group, made different choices. If only I did it right. And now it's too late and it's all my fault. I'm pretending to be Mel. But really, who doesn't think like that? Yep. 
and we spiral and spiral. By the way, if you don't, I want to meet you. (laughs) But we all do one variation of this or another. I, I definitely will look back and be like, oh, why was I always so scared? Why didn't I invest even more? Why didn't I? Like I would always be like, we don't have, we don't have. I've always, always not had enough. But that comes from my childhood, as I'm learning with Brian and my traumas, is there was trauma around not having enough, truly. And then all I ever heard was, we don't have anything, we don't have anything, we don't have anything, we're suffering, we're suffering, we're suffering. And so that just, that's my baseline. No matter how much I have, I'm always going to be terrified because I'm still going to be that little girl terrified. So I'm changing that, I'm working on it, but... um but we all will beat ourselves up like, why didn't I buy ETH when ETH was, you know, this much or, you know, ETH, right? If you don't know ETH, we're going to be doing a whole week on NFTs and you will know about ETH, <laughs> yeah, cryptocurrency. <I> know. <laughs> um, let's see. Rebuilding your self-esteem and self-respect one brick at a time. So uh, you've made a million mistakes in your career, relationships with your health, and now it's too late. You screwed up your life. So you might as well flush it down the toilet, right? Let me tell you, this was me. As I write this sentence, it's even hard for me to believe how far I've come. You'll hear a part of the horror story shortly, but just a few few bleh, just a few years ago, my life was on a slow motion train wreck. My confidence was in the gutter because I was dealing with bankruptcy, a failing marriage, crushing anxiety, and unemployment. I faced these issues like a lot of high-functioning adults do, by numbing myself with alcohol, stre- screaming at my husband, and doing anything I could to avoid my problems. I wish I were kidding, honestly. It's why I have so much conviction about the tools and research I share. I've used everything I'm teaching you to save my own life. That's how I know that they work. So that's a really great um, uh, recommendation or uh, what do you call it? Like um, a great reason Mm. to listen to her. That's not the word, but I don't think you're going to find it either. I can tell. No. Uh -uh. So uh, this is my brain today. Yeah. Yeah. Normally it's like. Yeah. You're like. Pew. Yeah, exactly. Pew. <laughs> like, pew, 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 pew. It's pew. pew. So, uh, the hardest part is flipping your focus from what you hate towards what you can create. Hmm. So there are do-overs in life. You get one every single morning when you wake up. You can choose. You can change. You can't go back in time, but you can have your own back as you use the time you have to take control, change your behavior, and create a new chapter that makes you proud. That's, that's the thing is a lot of us, and I've been in the situation, you just want to be rescued. (laughs) We all just want someone to rescue us and like wave the magic wand. Like why do fairy tales exist, guys? They ruin everything. That's true. (laughs) Fairy tales make us think that there's a Prince Charming, that there's a fairy godmother. Yeah. Guys, you are all of those inside of you. That's the only thing you should ever think to look for is what's inside of you. Mm, yep. And it doesn't mean that we can't look to others for inspiration, for advice, for guidance, for help. Um, but a lot of us, I don't know, maybe it is the conditioning of these movies. We all think someone's going to rescue us. And really what I've learned, and it took me till just recently, all you need is within you. And you're the only one who can change your life. You're the only one who can make your life better. Um, you can have tools and assistance in some ways, but you got to do it. So I also think because it's hard, right? We just want, we want the quick fix because we, because it's easier. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, if someone would just give me a solution to fix my stomach, like one pill, 
that would be awesome mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of having to go on this whole journey. You know what I mean? It's just like we all are, we're in a society of instant gratification. So we all want to be rescued. We all want the quick fix. And it's. And guess why you're being rescued? Or you're not being rescued. Yeah, but for you, the reason you're getting closer and closer ah. is because you started to take the power into your own hands. Yep. Yep. Right? Take control. So mm-hmm. you can have a mentor that yep. guides you there, mm-hmm. right? Who says, hmm, why haven't you thought about it like this? Or why you should think about it like that? And then that pushes you to getting answers and to start empowering yourself, right? You spent a year around a psycho advocate, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, right? Watching kind of a different kind of behavior in this world. Yeah. And so now you can model that and do that for yourself. Yeah. And you can have a sounding board. I'm a sounding board. You know, you can come to me and I can give you my thoughts Mm -hmm. and my like spidey sense and Mm -hmm. stuff. But ultimately you have to stay up at night and do that research for yourself. And you have to feel what's right in your gut and literally and figuratively. Yeah. Yeah. So and it has to be you. It, it, yeah, it's just crazy. It's like, and don't you feel better, even though it was a pain in the ass to figure oh, it out and to like do the work? I and feel all liberated. Of it? I do. I feel like I can go in and be like, yes, no, yes, no. You, you feel so much better. But yeah, it takes like until you learn. It's tough, but yeah, I mean, I totally agree. It is. It's all in you. It's take all the power in back, you. baby. Take the power back. So she talks about, this is what also what I love about the book is she really lays out her failures. Mm. Oh my God, it is hard to own your failures and your shortcomings. And she really does. So she talks about this is your comeback story. Here's the profound insight I gained that I want you to hear. When you think you've messed something up, you start to hate yourself. When you hate yourself, you inevitably do things you hate. Your thoughts create a downward spiral. I just got the chills. Uh, I've also learned the opposite is true. When you love yourself, you inevitably do things you love. When you treat yourself with respect, you do respectable things. And when you celebrate yourself, you do things worth celebrating. As we talked about earlier, you can change this right now. It's your subconscious and all your past programming versus you. Damn. Interrupting those self-loathing feelings that take you so low, shame, regret, failure, zero self-worth, forces you to see the truth. You aren't broken, you're blocked. You may have done some things that are pretty bad, but you are not a bad person. You didn't know how to act differently because you didn't understand what a critical role your constant negative thoughts, past trauma, and upbringing have on you. The first step Forgive yourself for all the things you did while you were just trying to survive. The next step, silence. Then evict that bully that lives in your head. What did David Keckner say to us? He said, get them out of the, your head being the courtroom, of the courtroom. Mm -hmm. Guilt and shame. Get them out because they're just messing with you. Yeah. Get that bully out. Mm -hmm. So um, let's see what else she said here. Oh, this was a good one. She said, her, the, the headline, the subheadline here, my laundry and your negative thoughts. I can't tell you how many times I've opened up the dryer to put in a load. And again, the lint screen is clogged. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I hate it when I see that. I'm like, how come I'm the only one who cleans this shit? Yeah, it's the worst. Am I the, oh, then she wrote, am I the only one in this house who knows how to take my forefinger and thumb to peel the lint off the screen, people? Damn. <laughs> 
I'm there's, sure that's how every mom felt growing up. Oh my God. <laughs> there's always a thick padded layer of fuzz that completely clogs the screen. One day as I was cleaning the dryer filter, I had an epiphany. Just like that dryer filter, you and I have all kinds of crap inside of us that has built over time. Those inescapable negative thoughts, they're like fuzzy residue from your life. The residue has been accumulating since you were a kid in the form of other people's opinions, negative self-talk, rejections, disappointments, heartbreak, discrimination, trauma, guilt, and self-doubt. These experiences have created mental lint. It clogs your mind and blocks you from being able to celebrate you. Mental lint. Okay, I'm rereading this and having a re-epiphany about the mental lint that I am trying to clean up. That's exactly what's going on in my head. It's just mental lint. Like you see me sometimes, I'm like, ooh, because yeah. it's like all the little traumas, the little ones, yep. right? Yep. People who have done you wrong or we things that have happened that wrong. Uh huh. It's the mental lint, yeah. lint, and it blocks me from my next kind of higher level. And it's blocking you from your next higher level for sure. Um, like she said, it's clogging your mind and it blocks you from being able to celebrate you. So powerful. Um, so she said, there's a lot more to this than acute metaphor. In your brain, there's a filter. It's called the reticular activating system or RAS for short. I call it a filter because negative experiences tend to get stuck in the RAS but technically, it's a live network of neurons that sit like a hairnet over your brain. When your RAS is jammed with thoughts, beliefs, and experiences from your past, you stay stuck in the past. That's why you keep repeating the same mistakes, thinking the same negative thoughts, and living in the eco chamber of your mind. Damn. So this high five habit and all the tools in the book are taking your thumb and forefinger to the lint in the filter and peeling all that crap and build up. Oof. Yes. I need to go back and read that. So she's just, she's saying that like it builds up and then until we break it down and mm-hmm. remove it, we can't get past it. Yeah. Huh. So Damn. your RAS has a huge job. It decides, filters, what information gets in your conscious mind and what information stays out. Every day your RAS must police 34 gigabytes of data. That's three years worth of phone data in 24 hours. I want you to embrace what enormous job your RAS has and why it needs your help to basically delint. Um... It takes time. It needs a hug because it's working over time and it's been filtering the world through all of your crap. Filtering the world. (gasps) So imagine your world's experience is being filtered through that huge lint clogged up filter. Wow. How does anything get through? Nothing. And I'm sure all, I mean, and all the bads just continuing to collect, right? Mm -hmm. Continuing to lint up. Wow. Then she talks about her husband and what a failure he felt, which she talked about in there. Um, She goes, I'm not giving this advice only to you. I'm giving it to myself. I used to let self-doubt and jealousy eat me up inside, but now I know that jealousy is just blocked desire. We've done some envy stuff here. I like that way to think about it is it's blocked desire. Blocked desire. We talked about using envy to guide you where you really want to be. Because if you're envious, that means you want some of that. Um, And so by the way, Anybody who's envious, it's not usually what you think. Sometimes you have like nasty kind of feelings about somebody else. Like really think about why are you thinking like that? Like, oh my God, she's had so much plastic surgery. Maybe you want to do some plastic surgery and Mm -hmm. you have a blocked desire you're not thinking about. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. We've talked about this Mm -hmm. in the past. We have. 
And so, um, you know, maybe it's like, you know, who does she think she is having a car like that? Maybe you want a car like that, yep. but you're just pretending you don't because you don't want to feel like you couldn't achieve it. Or I always go to, sorry, I had to take my hand off the thing because of Winnie. Um, I always go to like... Kelsey's <laughs> in the booth engineering with Winnie in one arm. <laughs> but I always go to like females with their outfits, right? Like if, if I feel like, if you're like, oh, who does she think she is wearing that? I'm always like... Do you want to wear that? Like mm. jelly donuts. Yeah. Are you being you, jelly donuts? That's what we jelly. say around here. Are you being jelly donuts? But you know, it's, yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I like blocked desire. Blocked desire. Um, let's see. Let's see. What else did I mark in the book? Uh, flip it. So I'm going to, I'm going to repeat something I've already told you. People pleasing isn't about other people. It's about your insecurities. And my deepest insecurity is people being mad at me. A big part of getting to this place was flipping my limiting belief. Tony Robbins talks about limiting beliefs. So her current limiting belief was if someone is disappointed or upset with your decisions, they stop loving you. So the way to flip it is people can be disappointed in you or upset with the decisions they make that you make and still love you. That's kind of usually what we expect parents, yeah, right? I feel that though. Oh my gosh. I I mean, I'm working on that. That's something I'm working on. But I always thought that I was like, oh my gosh, if they don't, you know, like me or they don't like that decision or I don't please them, they're going to hate me. And then I won't have love and then I'll die. That's, that's what we all think. That's my brain. <laughs> yeah. But that's whatever. When you go to a Tony Robinson seminar, that's what he says. He's like, you think X, this, then this is going to happen. Then this is going to happen. And then you're going to die. And then you die. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> you would be like such a great um, case study. <laughs> yes. And then you die. And then you die. Oh. Yeah. Um, so the next thing I loved here that I circled, what do you want your life to look like? What a great question. And this should be like one of our social posts. Like we should actually social this out and share this with people just to get everybody thinking. Just answer that. What do you want your life to look like? What a hard question, right? Very hard. So is it that you want to work hard and by the time you're 50, you want to be totally done? Is it that you want to work, you know, well into your 70s, but you want it to be like a little bit more normal paced? Do you want a nine to five so you can be home with your family for dinner? And do you want to be retired at a certain age? Do you want to be a real estate mogul? Do you want um, to be able to take multiple vacations a year? Do you want to not have kids and, and you know, have a charity that is your kind of like outlet for your nurturing side. Like, what do you want? I think that's like such a crazy thing because I don't think anybody really asks you what you want. No. They just tell you to do something. And, and I don't think you ever ask you. No. I think we just go mm -hmm. and we just do. I think it's a great question. Yeah. What do you want your life to do look you like? Know, do you know what you want your life to look like? Or yeah. are you still figuring it out? You do. I do. I want to shift my limiting belief that the only way to succeed is by working 24 seven. Um, I want to be able to succeed without massive output. So working smarter, not harder. And I want to be able to live a comfortable life. I don't need a lot. I just need to be able to go on my very nice vacation once a year that I really like love. Like my, t my top end favorite vacation um, and, and I want to obviously, uh, there's what I want to do that's impactful and meaningful and all of right. that. But in terms of like my lifestyle, yeah, I like that. I just want to be able to have a simple life 
that doesn't require a lot of like hustle and bustle, not a million, you know, responsibilities with like stuff. I want to declutter the stuff, have a simple life, be able to travel when I want to travel and, um, and, and live just like kind of a less, a less responsibility life. I love that. Even with kids. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go home and work on mine. Yeah. I think we all should. Yeah. It's a really important question. She, yeah. she said, what do you want it to look like? And let me tell you, it's an eye opener. When you're clear about what you want, you can empower yourself to go get it and not keep feeling bad about it. And if you don't know what you want, then ask this, what do you not want your life to look like? It's a lot easier, right? And Esther Hicks always says, when you know what you don't want, you launch rockets of desires for what you do. So I know that there was a, a, a turning point for me where I was like, I don't want this anymore. And then the flush of what I wanted started coming. I was like, whoa, that's powerful. So um, she's right. If you can't answer what you do want it to look like, because man, that takes a little creativity. That takes like a little yoga nidraing to plant some seeds in that 90% of your consciousness that has the creativity to like figure out like, what is my dream kind of life? Because I think we know the stereotypical dream life, like, oh my God, you know, Boats and hose. It's <laughs> just like whatever it is. Like yeah. I want fancy cars. Everyone's going to go to a fancy car, an amazing house. Okay, cool. When you have all that, you realize that's not really what you really wanted. Most people want growth and contribution. They want to feel like they're making an impact in life. And they usually just don't know that. So um, I think some of the richest people in the world don't have the biggest bank accounts. They have a really yeah. rich and fulfilling life. And when you see a movie like It's a Wonderful Life, which by the way, it's almost Christmas. Um, when you see a movie like It's a Wonderful Life, you really get to see that being rich in friends and um, is really way more powerful in the end. It's a beautiful story. I love that movie. Um, but we all want to pay our bills and we don't want to have to stress. That's the goal. Um, she said, I knew I wanted to follow my dreams and be present for my kids. I wanted to show my daughters what it looks like to have a mom who's out in the world making a big impact and show our son what it looks like to follow your own dreams while still supporting your partner like his father does. I also knew I wanted to be traveling less and around more. Guilt was not helping me achieve these goals and dreams. And she has a whole chapter on, but do you like me? Why are we all so insecure? Um... Oh, this is a good one. (laughs) This is a good one, actually. I really liked this one. So she was talking about how in her 30s, she was diving into personal development. And she was studying stuff, and she was sitting at Oprah's Live Your Best Life tour. um, And she was, you know, dancing with everybody, high-fiving. And she heard herself say, I want to be doing that. But she didn't know what that meant. And it's funny, because I've had similar kind of moments. And, um, she signed up for uh, a coach about six months of working my Dave job, getting trained in the business of coaching and volunteering as a course leader on the weekends. This professor said I was ready to start marketing myself to paying clients. I asked her if I could get some kind of certificate, you know, like a diploma to show my credentials. And without skipping a beat, she said the most life coach thing I've ever heard. You don't need a piece of paper to prove that you're qualified, Mel. You're just scared. I could feel my anxiety rising as she said it. Here's your homework, she said. You get two weeks to land three paying clients. If one of them tells you 
they won't work with you unless you show them a certificate, then I'll go to Staples, get a fancy certificate form and sign it for you. (laughs) Mel, you've been taking life improvement seminars for years. You've trained, you've got experience coaching, you have a law degree and you're trained crisis intervention counselor. You're ready to coach other people. You were ready years ago. You were just afraid. You don't need a certificate. Get out there and go land some clients. So, um, I think that's something that we all kind of need to hear. It doesn't mean go run off and go do something you're not qualified to do, but there's a lot of us, me included, that will have a lot of imposter syndrome and a lot of fear around kind of putting yourself out there. Um, And so this is just a really great kind of reminder that you just got to be like Nike. You got to just do it. Just do it. And and not be scared. Don't let fear run your ride. Don't let fear run the ride. Um. Anyway, I mean, I could go on. There's so many things in here. No, this, this book is, is incredible. I'm this. Um. But I think that I know that the book has already helped me, and I know it will help you. And if you don't want to read the book, get the audio book. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll go really quickly. And I think it's really game changing. And that's why I'm so, so passionate about it and so passionate about sharing it with you guys today and, and chatting a lot more in depth about it because I'm already seeing the results. <laughs> so cool. My, awesome, my inner Maria got one less <laughs> day of bashing herself yes. over a mistake. I love that. I think that's a really cool pattern to build on, right? Mm-hmm. As Brian Mahan says, like we're building new patterns. And yes. now I'm going to just keep remembering that I'm a human making mistakes, right? We're not defined by our mistakes. We're defined by what we do with them after, right? So when you get up and you you go anyway and you figure it out and you apologize or whatever it is, your, your response, not your reaction is really what you need to be focusing on. And so you're never defined by your one mistake. Everybody makes mistakes and some people make huge mistakes. And if they handle it accordingly, you can always come back. Um, And, well. Most always. (laughs) Most always. But but I think that you can come back from most things and... Um, and we are just humans and we should be forgiving and know that we are doing the best that we can with what we have and the knowledge we have to this point. Like Mel was saying this week, she's like, I didn't know that you could get a Grammy for an audiobook. That's something I would have beat myself up. Do you know how many times, do you know how many awards that I never submitted for? Cause I didn't know to submit for them. Like everyone's out there getting all these, you know, this award and that award. And I'm like, I've done some really amazing pieces that could have been contenders, but I didn't know. So they never went up. So, oh, well, what am I going to do? No better, do better. No better, get better. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. So I hope this was helpful for you guys. If you haven't yet hit subscribe on YouTube, which is where we're at right now, um, please hit subscribe. A lot of you guys pop in. You you like stuff. You come. We see you. You come in. But we need you to hit that subscribe button and be with us every day. Join our Heal Squad. Join our our team here and be with us every day on this journey to get better. And uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone who's leaving comments on Apple podcasts. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I read them every night before I go to bed. Uh, Another thing I'm really grateful for every night is 
the impact that this show is having on everybody, including myself, by the way, I write my own reviews in my head. (laughs) And I'm really excited that remember back in the day when our rating was a 4.5 because of a few back in the day reviews. Oh, you're right. We show up as a 4.7 now. Yeah, can we get up to a 4.8? Let's go. Let's go. Like stoked about that, but let's keep going. Time to get better. Uh, And um, I think our next heel event. So by the way, if you haven't joined us on Patreon, go to the link tree in my Instagram or Better Together with Maria and join us at the $10 tier. You get weekly shows with no ads and a bonus show every week. And you get the monthly heel events where I get incredible healers and experts to come in and work with us in a really cool atmosphere, right? So we're all together. We can actually talk to each other, which is super cool. And I really love meeting everybody and getting to know everybody. And so we had an amazing one with Brian Mahan, uh, who did a somatic expression healing session with one of our Patreon members. Um, He does uh, a lot of trauma work. But I think the one I want to do next that I'm super passionate about is Yoga Nidra. Yeah. I want to do a whole Yoga Nidra Mm -hmm. session with everybody where we all experience it. Because until you experience it and you're like forced to do it, you're probably not going to do it. And it's really game changing, like really, really amazing. And so I think that's going to be the next one. So we'll have to ask Yoga Nidra if she will do it. Oh, she'll be. Definitely in. And uh, and we can all do it together. It'll be so great. So join us, um, like I said, on Patreon. And if you have any questions on how to do it, you can always just reach out to us. Kelsey, tell them how. Oh, you guys can just DM me or Better Together with Maria. Or you can email at info at bettertogetherwithmaria.com. Shoot a question over. We'll get back to you. There you go. All right, guys, in the meantime, be nice people, make good choices, and be present, and high-five yourself. This podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menunos or mariamenunos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you. Any information or opinions expressed or contained herein are not intended to serve as or replace medical advice, nor to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any disease, condition, illness, or injury, and you should consult the healthcare professional of your choice regarding all matters concerning your health, including before beginning any exercise, weight loss, or healthcare program. If you have or suspect you may have a healthcare emergency, please contact a qualified healthcare professional for treatment. Any information or opinions provided by a guest expert or host featured within website or on company's podcast are their own, not those of Maria Menounos or the company. Accordingly, Maria Menounos and the company cannot be responsible for any results or consequences or actions you may take based on information or opinions.